Disclaimer, this episode contains topics that may be uncomfortable or triggering for some listeners. Hi guys, welcome back to our podcast, Navigating High School. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about body standards. Um, I'm Denise, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm Natalia, and I go by any pronouns. I'm Dante, and I'm a boy. I'm Juana, and I go by she, her. I'm Miranda, I go by any pronouns. My name's Godwin, um, any pronouns, I guess. I'm Alex, and I go by any pronouns. Okay, um, so what do you guys think about body standards, like boys, girls, girls in general? Like, what do you guys, what do you guys think about? Um, so I think that body standards are extremely toxic because there should be no standard on a body because everybody's body's different. So, like, to me, the a standard shouldn't exist. I think the way that body standards can affect our kids and our little siblings from a young age should really be more looked into and not overlooked by society and adults and people in general because it could really, really mess up a kid's head. Do you guys think that body standards are like largely influenced because of school and like the internet and stuff? I believe it really is largely influenced because most girls be wearing like a bunch of crop tops, very tight clothing. It's, that's my opinion in general. Yeah, not only that, but also the bullying that goes around in school about how a certain person looks. I think that really. Um, I think that a lot of like the way that we view ourselves is because of how we see other people. And I think it's like we look at someone and we're like, wow, that person is so pretty and their body is so nice. And I would like to like look like that. And I feel like that gets pushed a lot onto that you have to look a certain way to be pretty. And that's why girls wear a lot of makeup and like tight clothing and stuff. I feel like you start to, like what you just said, you start to compare yourself to the people around you. So you're like, hey, I want those features from that person. I want those features from that other person. And I want to look like this person. And then, yeah, I agree with that. And then after looking at those features, you start looking at yourself in a certain way. It's like, oh, well, I'm not going to be pretty if I don't have what this person has. And that's when all everything goes down. That's what I was Me personally, I think everybody has their own standards when, like, they look at somebody and they compare themselves. Like, they want that type of certain standard besides, like, looking at what they have. So, like, in the end, even when somebody has a standard for someone else, you yourself have a standard. So, like, it really is just that. It's complicated. Yeah. Do you guys, like, do guys ever think about, like, damn, should I wear makeup? No. No? Me? No. Kind of. Yeah. Sometimes I don't like how red my face is. I don't like when I get a lot of pimples. And I, like, really, really want to go to the store and buy something. But then I'm like, I don't know how to do it. (laughs) As someone who rarely wears makeup, I wish... Um, that I can wear a lot of makeup, but at the same time, I always get shot down. They're like, oh, you don't need this makeup, which um, has another standard for other people. As somebody who wears, you know, eyeliner every day, after I take my eyeliner off, I just see myself and I'm like, man, it looks really weird, me without makeup. And then it becomes a need to put makeup every single day to feel pretty. Actually had like a really similar experience last year. I was wearing eyeliner and then I went home one day, I took off the eyeliner. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, I don't like the way I look. And I was like, it's because I'm wearing eyeliner every day and that changes, you know, the way my eye looks. So I actually stopped wearing eyeliner for like three months until I got used to how my face looked again. And I was like, I'm confident enough to put on eyeliner without feeling like I need to wear it all the time. Um, as a person who didn't start wearing makeup till like eighth grade, like I put on my first um, mascara 
in eighth grade for picture day, I think it was. <laughs> and that day, I had a couple of guys come up to me and be like, oh, you look ugly, like either way, like it doesn't matter. Like, and it was really disappointing for me because it was the first time I had ever worn makeup. And I feel like that made me change the way I saw makeup and the way I use makeup. But I learned that after a while, like I love makeup. I do my makeup all the time. I make videos about doing my makeup. Like I love makeup, I spend all my money on it. But I realized that I don't need it to look pretty. Like today I didn't go to school with makeup, but last week I went all week with makeup. But I don't feel, like I felt like I learned to be confident in myself because I started to think differently. Yeah, no, and like you were saying, somebody came up to you and said, oh, you don't look pretty. And that's when the school starts kicking in. So you expect somebody to, you know, acknowledge what you just did because you feel pretty. And then somebody comes up to you and says, well, it's not going to change anyway. And that's where the, like, you know, the standard comes in. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of, like, other people, too, that happens to them. So, like, sometimes I come to school with, with, um, like, fake eyelashes on. The next day I take them off and people come up to me like, you look really tired. And I'm like oh, it's because I'm not wearing makeup today and this is not normal for you. And I'm like, I don't think you should say it to people. I don't know. I don't, I'm just kind of making my thing. But Yeah, no, this happens to be kind of it's kind of similar to yours, but kind of the opposite for her. It was just that I don't wear makeup. The only times I wore makeup was for my cousin's um, birthday, which was last year, and my birthday that I had. Um, a lot of people complimented me on it. They're like, oh my god, you don't look tired anymore. You actually have makeup on. And I'm over here about thank you, which holds another standard. That's why. And then compliments people give you sometimes, they're not like good compliments. So for example, somebody tells you, oh my god, you're so skinny. Man, that, I don't think that's a compliment. Me, I don't that's really think that's a compliment. I think it's funny how people receive different things as different compliments because personally, I feel like if someone came up to me and was like, you look so skinny, I would really appreciate it because I go to the gym all the time and I'm like, hey, it's working. Or like, I don't necessarily feel fat all the time, but sometimes I do. And it's kind of really sad because like, I don't think, I'm an average weight. Like my weight is average and I don't need to be skinny or be fat. I don't need to... You know, it's just weird how we receive compliments differently. Like when someone is like, oh, I really love your makeup. I'm like, thank you. I work so hard on it. Or when someone is like, but I don't like the compliment when people are like, oh, are you wearing makeup? And I say, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, you don't look like it. Like you don't, that's a compliment to most people. But I feel like, damn, I spent so long on this just for people not to notice it. Like, yeah. Um. But do you guys think that, so like when you guys are on TikTok, because that's a popular platform, <laughs> and you ever have those TikToks where they're like, oh, I want to be like a copy and paste Latina or like a copy and paste Asian <laughs> stuff like that. Like, what do you guys think about that? Do you think it's like... I have like something similar to that. So like, I'm trans, right? Mm -hmm. And like a really normalized thing in the transgender community is like gender envy. And they like post all these pictures of guys and they're like, oh my God, I want to be so bad. It's always like really skinny white guys and they're always and there used to be this whole thing with transgender guys they're like oh my god i want to look like uh i want to be a skinny white guy i want to look like i'm almost dead and it's like that's not good you don't want to desire that for yourself um do you guys think that your parents think the same way 
Okay, um, so I want to get into family in general, like not just my parents, but family. They influence the way I think about my body so much. Like growing up, I would constantly get remarks from my grandparents, from my dad's side. They were always telling me, oh, you need to lose weight. You don't look good. You, I've been called a whale before. Like, it's like that. Like, they used to come for me and my sister, and it would hurt. And it, it would like, really stick with me. So I feel like, oh, it's it's so bad when it's family because that's people that you think you can confide in and trust. And when they tell you that, you start to believe it because, like, that trust is there. But I realize it's fake. <laughs> and I feel like comments have more power for whoever comes from. So me, for my end, um, I remember once my dad commented on my weight. And I just felt my world, my whole world going down because that was a really big topic for me. My weight affects me a lot. I myself have an eating disorder. And when somebody brings up how much, a number, for example, it just triggers me a lot. So thankfully, my own family hasn't like made remarks about my weight or how short I am because we're all short mostly. <laughs> it's always my like my other aunts and uncles that like tend to make remarks. I remember because I do a bit of um, boxing. Um, I started like it started to look noticeable that I was losing weight, and so they're like, "Oh, look! Oh, you're getting skinnier. You're getting flatter." It's it's a nice compliment, but I really took a stab on my like confidence because like I kind of don't want to be the one that was known as like the skinny girl. That's why. Um. So mine was kind of the opposite. None of my family really cares. We're all big in my family. We're not like big, but like we're all pretty chubby. It's just how we are. My mother. Nobody in my family would say nothing, but my mother. She was the one. My mother has always been insecure about her because even when she was younger. She was telling me all the time she was like big like me, but she was like, and I work to get that off and you have to do that too. And I'm like, but I like myself like this. Like she wasn't happy with herself and I get it. She lived in Argentina, it's different there. If you go to Argentina, you'll have girls our age, but they'll look like they're 12 because they're skinny and they like, like they do a lot to themselves to appear younger. And I get that that's what she grew up with, but that's not what I'm growing up with. And it would get so bad sometimes I wouldn't want to go out. I wouldn't want to wear like anything. One time she chased me around the house with a dress because it didn't fit me. It's like, it was like that. And then going into where you come from, I come from Colombia. And for example, oh you see a girl God, walking Colombians. down the street, they have little shorts, you know, a crop top, and they would have the nicest bodies. And then you would look at them and you're like, man, why don't I look like that? And that's where insecurity comes in. And then you ask your mom, well, were you like that? And she's like, well, she shows you pictures. And you wonder why you don't look like that. So like, I, I'm also from Colombia, so I know how you feel, exactly how you feel. Because I will also be seeing like, when I go to Colombia, all these women, and the thing is, plastic surgery is a big thing over there so we look at them and we don't immediately assume that's plastic surgery so we start to think oh that's real and we don't like it doesn't really hit us that it's plastic surgery until like maybe later and you're like oh wait like i don't want to say her body was you know not like she wasn't but she wasn't born like that so we compare ourselves to something that you have to pay for i think that okay so lately like my parents never ever have told me what to wear like my mom has especially because i live with my mom's like my mom has never restricted me and my mom always compliments my body she's always like 
oh, you're so pretty. You're like, I, I wish I had your figure. Like, when I was younger, I, I looked just like you. And I'm just like, that's nice to see. Because everybody in my family has, like, the same shape, kind of. Like, we all kind of have the same little pear kind of shape. <laughs> and that's always been my dream body. Because, like, obviously, you see it around. Like, everybody in your family has that shape. And it's just, like, I feel like your family affects a lot what you want to look like and what you desire or, like, what you think is the standard pretty or handsome or, you know? Yeah, because I feel like that's for, like, every, like, Hispanic or Latin household. Like, you have a body standard. You have a body standard. Us, we also have a body standard. It's more like an hourglass shape. And so every time I see, like, one of the skinny ones, I'm like, I want to be that type of body shape, which is something you can't really control because of your genetics. Yeah, and I think that in Hispanic households, they don't measure what their comments are going to be like. So if you're either losing weight, gaining weight, they're just going to throw it at you. It's like, oh my God, are you looking skinnier? Are you looking, you know, a little bit chubbier? And it's like, man, please don't comment on this. And I feel like it really affects how you are going to act towards that and towards them after that. Mm-hmm. I think, like, especially, like, if you have a father in the family, your father is like to point out everything like when i go to my dad's house he's like that dress is too short like or like what if i have long legs like maybe the dress isn't short maybe i'm just tall i mean i'm not but (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i agree Uh, my dad i usually wear you know a little shorts and i wear i don't even know what they're called those kind of capris like kind of you know you know those the socks that are like thigh highs Oh, fishnets. Fishnets, yeah. I usually wear fishnets when I wear shorts. And I was trying on my Halloween dress. And then he's like, well, why don't you just wear your fishnets? You're going to look, you know, it's it's a certain way. I don't think we could say in here. (laughs) But I was like, man, do I really look like that when I wear fishnets? I like the way I look. Now I'm just not going to wear them because I don't want to be, you know, sexualized like that. Um, For me, it was, I was at the, I was like 12. And it was in my backyard, my pool in my backyard, I was wearing a one-piece swimsuit. Not even like a bikini, a one-piece. And my dad was like, you have to put on a t-shirt because I can see too much. And I was like, excuse me? Like, I'm I'm 12 and I'm wearing a one-piece bathing suit. What is there to see? You know what I mean? Yeah, and I've seen, I've seen a lot of people, uh, mostly girls, saying like, well, I have to wear a bra when I'm around my dad because he says he gets distracted. Isn't he supposed to be your dad? It's like my mom told me that the other day for the first time when my grandfather came over and I was like, this has never happened before. So what is happening now? Like, why do I have to dress a certain? My mom, so my sister, my cousin's birthday, Quince, is in December. And I showed my mom the dress I wanted to wear. And she was like, that looks cheap and crappy. And I was like, well, I want to wear this. Yeah, like, I think, I think it looks good. Like, I think it's cute. And she's like, no, well, it's too sheer. Uh, the spaghetti straps are not. I was like, what? It's a party. I can't. She has to look. You have to look elegant. It's not my party. I shouldn't look better than the quinceañera. No, I agree with that like, so much. Yeah, no. And then after your parents or anybody in general makes a comment on your body, your insecurities are obviously going to raise. So what I did... I started dressing with, you know, heavier clothing, uh, bigger size, to hide what I think wasn't okay. 
And then when I would wear something tight, my parents would, oh my God, you look so cute. Um, when, where did you get that shirt? I've never seen it before. And it's like, well, you told me I looked bad in this shirt a couple months ago. Why is it so weird to see me in it now? Yeah, that's something. I don't wear tight clothes because um, people refer to my arms as big, which I don't really see a lot. That's why. So I would wear like a size up shirt, not just wear hoodies because they also hide my body. But I just started recently wearing like my actual size, which I'm a medium. Mm-hmm. That's why. My arms look big, but I really don't care. Me. <laughs> That's why. Period. You shouldn't have to care about what your arms look like because your arms don't look big. Look like normal arms. I feel like if you're okay with the way you look and you're happy, and that's all that matters. Because if you're content with the way you look, whether it's with makeup or without makeup, um, you should be able to express yourself how you like. And even if people judge you, it's hard. The thing is that with body standards that, okay, you can be like, oh, I'm happy with the way I look, but it's hard to ignore what other people say. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's like a skill that you have to learn. Like you have to learn to be confident with yourself. You have to, that's why people always say, fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm the biggest believer in that. <laughs> I fake it till I make it every day. <laughs> when I was going through recovery from my eating disorder, I hated the way it was going because, man, I didn't want to look like that. But as people telling me, well, you, you, you're looking better, I'm proud of you. Those compliments are the ones that are like, okay, I'm actually doing something good. I have to fake it till I make it. Because if I don't want to go to a hospital, I definitely have to eat something good. And I definitely have to get, well, not in shape. I'm just saying at a certain uh, way. Healthy? Yeah, a healthy, healthy way. Yeah. yeah, a healthy way. So if I want to work towards something that's going to improve my health, not my physical health, I mean, not my mental health, I mean, my physical health, and somebody compliments on that, I'm, you know, I'm going to feel good about it. I, so, you know, it's like, I feel like weight is such a general thing that people struggle with. Like, even if you're like bigger or really skinny, like it's something everybody struggles with. Like, um, I think I noticed it a lot, like not even with myself, because this was myself. Okay. Like I see myself in the mirror. There's a time period where I feel like I couldn't look in the mirror. Like, I feel like I can't, and I had to get over that. But I think I started to get really over it when I saw my little cousin kind of comparing herself to me and bringing herself down, because it's like, why? Like, <laughs> I don't want her to feel that way. And I'm always telling like, oh, you're so pretty. Like, and every time she receives a compliment, I'm like, I've been told you that. So it's like, why? <laughs> yeah. I'm actually heavy on the whole, oh, I didn't eat today. That is like, it's not much of a trigger uh, as of right now, but it's more like an alert to me. So if I don't see somebody eating a lunch, I'll go and get them lunch. I really don't mind because I know what it's been like, and I know how it feels and I know the pain. And I just feel like a number is something that could drastically change your whole your whole mindset. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I don't like to weigh myself that often because I feel like if I start to do it too much, I'm gonna start focusing on what the number looks like. And I'm gonna be like, I shouldn't be there, I shouldn't be there. I need to um, lose weight, gain weight, this or that. So I don't really like weigh myself a lot. I'm going to the doctors and they're like, okay, we gotta weigh you. And that's when I found out my weight. So I'm like, okay, you know, I kind of just keep it like that because I don't wanna start to hurt myself and my mental health in the process. I think weighing yourself definitely affects a lot because I used to weigh myself a lot. And like one day I'd be here 
And I'm like, okay, you know, this is where I want to be at. But then the next day I'd be like, it's a higher number. And I'm like, what did I eat today? Did I eat too much? Did I do this too much? So it's like, it affects you a lot. And what I feel like we don't realize is that our weight won't see a certain weight. So you say you go to the gym, right? And that's actually amazing. Uh, sometimes we feel like the number is going to define how we're supposed to look. But we, we got to remember that we have muscle. We have to remember that we're working the muscle, that the muscle weights. We also have to remember that we eat, that we drink liquids. And that's definitely going to change the way, you know, a, a number is going to look. So relying on the way it looks won't definitely, you know, be a healthy thing. Okay, so the thing with weight and muscles, like, you could wear about, like, 200 something, but it could be full of muscle, just all muscle, no fat. And the thing is, weight and appearances are two different things. And people combine that together, and that's where the insecurities come out of nowhere. Like, for me, like, during COVID time, I was, like, a normal average weight and everything. But, like, I wanted to work out just for me, not for nobody else. And it was, like, in the between there, like, I would look in the mirror, but, like, I couldn't really see myself. Like, I could see myself, like, as this type of body, but, like, I wouldn't actually see myself, and I, like, worked my way little by little. And, like, by the year when we came back into school, like, everybody was like, oh, you look different, you changed and everything, like, in a good way. And I was like, I couldn't see that because, like, I was still, like, seeing, like, a bit more into the future than what I actually look like. So, like, I kept on working, even though I get the compliments, it didn't really matter to me because, like, it's for me, not for you. So, like, I just kept doing it every day. Like, even though I stopped, it's like, when I stop, the thing is, like, it feels wrong because it's like a habit now because I do it every day. Mm-hmm. So, like, now I slow down because there's other stuff to do, like, high school now. There's work and everything. But, like, sometimes you just got to, like, get back to what felt good for you and what made you feel good and look good. So that's where, like, the BMI scale comes from. I don't really like it when, like, gym teachers would um, often use the BMI scale. Because, like, for you, you have more muscle but they could call you overweight or something, that's all. Because it doesn't measure your um, your muscle, it only really weighs the weight, that's why. When I went to the gym, I started realizing that, okay, so we went to the gym just because we were like, damn, I kind of feel a little, <laughs> I don't know, I need to like, and we're we're not like that we go home and we sit down, like we're active people, like we walk around all the time, like, theater, walking around, just walking around Elizabeth, like we walk so much. And it's like, I started realizing that when we go to the gym, like before we go to the gym, we kind of fast. And then after the gym, it feels so good to eat a meal and we just eat whatever we want. Like we don't care because we just went to the gym. So it's like, I mean, (laughs) I also started realizing that smaller portions throughout the day is so much better than just eating a whole where that's like kind of where binge eating comes in and it's like you know uh so eating uh small snacks throughout the day there's proof that it fastens your metabolism however that's where the binge comes yes and when and that's also when the bulking comes when people that go to the gym and there's something called dirty bulking that's a really big part of an eating disorder because that's where the binging starts you know maybe i shouldn't eat this maybe i'm if i eat this i'm gonna look this way um i want to kind of go back to the bmi scale so yeah i remember like in gym they were like pull it up they're like oh you fall into the overweight you fall into the obese category and i'm like okay i feel like this isn't even basing off of like women's weight because mind you a lot of us have you know we have boobs we have a butt and that that's 
fat. So that's literally fat and that weighs something. So someone can be, you know, um, short and have like, say big boobs, right? That weighs a lot. So it adds onto their weight and then all of a sudden it says they're obese when that's not the case. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, the baseline scale is like, it just doesn't work. Yeah, and I think that one of the worst parts is that they weigh you in front of everybody. They weigh you in front of everybody and then say you got a bigger number than what you're supposed to, then what standards are? You're gonna be the laugh of the whole week of you every time you go to gym. Oh, ha, ha, you, you. That's that, that's really oh you know. You know, thankfully, like I don't know if any of you guys are in the lower gym, but they did it behind the TV screen, so they didn't really check. Only the gym teachers check, but I don't know if they judge you or not. But um, we got ours measured like the beginning of the year. Like I weighed a decent amount, you know, because I started like working out a bit more throughout the summer. And I'm still doing it, so it's kind of like it's building. And they said I was like close to being overweight, and I'm like, oh well, <laughs> I don't care. That's why. When we did it at the gym in the beginning of this year, the gym teacher had a student help him write down mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. of the information. So it wasn't just the teachers looking at it. The teacher would look at it, read it, and then tell the kid. Mm-hmm. So, so the kid Same could class. write it down, and it was literally I didn't want to go up there. <laughs> I'm a freshman, so I actually go to the annex, and we were it was at the beginning of the school year, and the teachers were like, "Yeah, guys, just go weigh yourself, and then tell us the number or put it in the chart." It was a whole lot of people in a certain place, and everybody was looking at your weight. Everybody was looking at your height. So, if a girl. Because they usually believe girls a lot for their height. I don't understand why. <laughs> to be honest, it's just like funny. Fun. It's, nothing, it's, sure. not, it's nothing serious. Like, we don't take it seriously. It's like for fun and everything. Like, we don't actually take it seriously. Like, oh my God, you're so short. Like, why'd you grow up two inches? Like, you can't control that. It's just the way you are. No, it's, it's really funny. Though. I mean, personally, I don't mind being short. I mean, it, it is kind of annoying sometimes, though. Right, to be honest. I, I wish like I short. was shorter. I wish I was shorter. I wish I was taller. I wish I was taller. I wish, well, I wish my average weight was, I mean, height. <laughs> I'm sorry. We've been talking about weight. My average height <laughs> was 5'5". Five five. I want to be 5'10". No, I, I actually wish I was shorter because being little and being one of the tallest girls, it was so bad because you would see across from the room, like, you know, the other girls were so tiny and you could see, you know, the little hairs. That was me in elementary school. No, because... For Halloween, it works, especially if you're very short and you have sort of a baby face. I was told I have a baby face. I don't really see it myself. <laughs> I don't see it. But, like, I would go trick-or-treating with my sister, like I did on Monday. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, I love your costume. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> it's really funny. That's why. Um, For, wait, what were you talking about? We were talking about height. Oh, about yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like when, as a short as a short girl, I see tall girls and I'm like, oh, she's so pretty, she's so slay. And then I bet tall girls see us short girls yeah. and they're like, oh, I want to be 5'1", I want to be 5'2", yes. you're yes. so cute, you're so small. And it's crazy because I wish I was tall and you wish you were short. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's like we're never going to be okay with what we are. Okay, so for height, for boys, like there's a lot of insecurities because like girls on TikTok everywhere talk like they want like a tall person, like mm-hmm. six foot mm-hmm. or in everything else. And, like people like they actually get insecure about their height, even though like you have an average height and you look good and everything, but like a person wouldn't talk to you because you're not that certain type of height, but like you can't control it. And some people actually, like I've met a friend who almost like actually committed suicide because of it, but like it wasn't because of height, it was just like people like 
going up to him and stuff. Like they ask about his height and everything, like a certain height. And then like some girls, like they be like, oh, I want this type of tall person. I want this like type of this person and that. And like it almost like sometimes it drives people to a point where it's like you just want to get more. Yeah, and it kind of ties back to standards in general. Girls want like six foot eight boys, which I don't think it's possible. But <laughs> and then there are boys that want like four eleven, four nine. Like they want tiny, tiny people and like, tall, tall people. I think that if you're like five one, you shouldn't be asking for like a six foot man. Like <laughs> I mean, no, I, no, no. I mean personally, personally, like. I've talked to a guy who was six foot. It's not. It's fun. very difficult it's to difficult. to like hug them, like anything. Like, it's just like you're staring at a tree. Like I'm good with five eight, five seven. Like mm-hmm. that's- to be honest, all the people I know, I'm like five six, five seven. The doctor say I'm five five. I don't know why. I hate that. I really hate this because my dad is five eight, and I'm like his height. Sometimes I'm his height, or like below, or a bit higher, and it gets me confused. But like all my friends, they like short. A lot of girls, I'm friends with a lot of girls. They're like shorter than me. And like when I hug them, sometimes it's weird because like they're so short. It happened. <laughs> I gotta bend down Wait. or some other reason. Okay, continue. Um, so like with height, if you're like four eleven, four seven, because I know a lot of people that are like four foot four and me, like five foot. And they actually like a tall person, like anybody's taller than you, to be honest. <laughs> like it is, like anybody that's five foot and over is taller than you. So like why are you asking for a six foot guy to get like a five foot person? Yeah, I'm a five foot person. It's funny. I think height is like a super weird thing when you're trans. Because, like, dude, height is affected not only like transgender guys, it's affected transgender women a lot. I have a, like a lot of other trans friends, and like, especially the trans friends are always like, oh my god, I hate being tall. I just want to be short because it makes me feel weird. And I want to be tall because at this point, it's not even only girls that do the thing with like, oh yeah, I want a six foot guy. Now, other guys who are like six foot or like join in on that and are like, oh, yeah, you're not a real man if you're if you're short. You're it. And it's like, whoa. I think the high also represents a lot of sexualization. So, for example, for smaller girls, there's people that actually have fetishes for smaller girls and that fetishes and height are like a big no, no. <laughs> <laughs> For height, like people want to be like tall, but the thing is, it's nice to be tall enough because you can reach places like can't like other people can't reach. But the thing is, you could have knee problems too. Like you can't like go to a certain point where you're squatting. Like you could just break that foot, and that's why a lot of NBA players like they have like really professional like doctors and everything to take care of them. Because the moment you like one wrong step, you are done for. It. Like a horse. <laughs> Every short girl knows the problems of like, getting on a counter just to reach the top. Yeah, <laughs> like the cabinets. But like, no. As for me, um, my brother he used to be way shorter than me, and I would bother him, you know, because he was always bothering me. Oh, you're so tall, and I was like, oh, you're you're so short. <laughs> and as a quarantine, he just whoop, kind of grew like out of nowhere. He's really tall now. I hate and, and yeah. <laughs> size in my country i'm sure most hispanic girls their average size is literally like five foot mm-hmm. it's very easy for me to find clothes though that's the thing have you guys also seen those tiktok shorts like 
I'm a three in the United States, but in my country, I'm a nine, you know what? Yeah. And it's really uh-huh. the standards for a certain person. Yes. That's the standards. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, that reminds me. Okay, <laughs> so like here in the U.S., I'm and it ranges from store to store too. Like at Old Navy, I'll be like a like a ten, but like if I go to Cold, I'm like a size fifteen. So I'm very confused by the pant size. When I went to Columbia, I went oh. to go get my school pants. Mm. Can you guys guess what size my school pants were? They're always like 30, 30, like. Not number. It was like it oh, was like okay. a like they were like like small, medium, large, extra, like that. Extra, extra, large, extra, extra, extra. It was a three X, three XL. Yeah. Guys, my pants were three XL, but if I come here to the United States, I would be a medium or a large. Like that's how different the standard was mm-hmm. when you, I went to Colombia. Have you guys ever like seen those TikToks where or like watch K dramas? Like I watch K dramas and you see their sizing, and I'm just like, be so full. Wow. Like, my leg, my thigh wouldn't even fit. Will you order things in my thigh wouldn't even fit in that. Be so for Yeah, and talking about TikToks, have you guys seen those live shows? Listen, I hate this type of live shows, but it's like, mm, if I have control, I can achieve it. And it's romanticizing eating disorders. I don't understand what the point of romanticizing a mental um, disorder is. The thing about sizes, like, in America compared to any other places, like, other places, there's, like, a certain amount of people that are, like, the same culture and everything. But, like, America, it's all multicultural, so, like, once you're trying to find your size, you gotta go to like this type of specific place to actually get your right size. But like in another country, like everybody's like about average size, so there's a lot of clothes that are like that though. Yeah, they're like in other countries, they're relatively the same type of way because in America, they're known as like the big people in America. And then you go to like another country like Colombia or something, they're known as like this tiny people, which is why I think um, the sizes in every everywhere kind of fluctuates from like a zero to like a three X, which is wild. Yeah. Um, but like on the topic of like what you're saying before, like TikTok, I actually deleted TikTok because my self-esteem was like, it like evaporated, it deteriorated during quarantine. Cause I would go on like on Snapchat and TikTok and I would see all my friends and like, you know, pretty girls. And I'm like, wait, why don't I look like them? And I was like, why am I not their size? Why am I not their height? Why am I not look like that? Why am I look like this? So I actually, like took a moment and reflected on myself and I was like, I should just delete my social media for the sake of my med- like my mental health. I deleted it and when I say my mental health got a lot better after that, like my self-esteem is not the greatest, but it's so much better than what it was before. Oh, like when we were saying on quarantine. On quarantine, I was, I don't know, 12, 13 years old. I wasn't really, you know, on that. What should my mental health look like? So I my social media, I didn't really use it. But then when I got out there again, going to eighth grade, that was last year. Mm-hmm. Went into eighth grade and seeing people, seeing how their bodies have changed. It was really a shocking because what would like it's like what was I doing all the, all that time? I could have been working on something. Well, I'm here. I feel like I'm the elephant in the room. So TikTok has this really weird thing. Yeah, like going back, they romanticize a lot of mental illnesses, and it's like really weird. They made they base like entire clothing styles and like aesthetics off of romanticizing like eating disorders or like. Uh, personality disorders and it's really really weird because then you'll like you'll click on the comments and there'll be people like oh my god I wouldn't look like that so bad like oh my god this is like how I want to be like and it's like stop no you don't mm-hmm. um sorry <laughs> um just I wanted to talk about one more topic before we like end the episode because we're coming to an end but I just wanted to ask you guys like what your opinion was like on pretty privilege and if you guys think that's true <laughs> Um, I actually agree on that. And when I was little, 
For example, when a little girl asks, when the teacher asks, who wants to go and take this to the nurse or something? A handful of girls will raise their hand. And we would always notice that it was the pretty girls that would get picked. And it's like, why do they get picked? And I don't. And that's where I want to look like her. I want to look like her. That's where standards come in. I definitely feel like pretty privilege is, oh, absolutely a thing. Because I feel like I've gone through it, like, in middle school. I wasn't most confident in myself. And I was a little different. Like, people now from my middle school don't recognize me unless I start talking. They're like, wait a minute, that's you? And I'm like, are you serious? But, what, like... It's, it's um, I don't know, like, it, I could just tell because, like, back in middle school, I would get treated different. I would, I would be called names. I would get teased sometimes. And then I got to high school, and I guess people saw a different, like, like version of me, and they thought I was pretty. So I get a lot of different treatment now. People are very nice to me. And I'm like, this is really weird. Honestly, I really didn't start believing, believing in pretty privilege till like, maybe my sophomore, junior year of high school. Because in middle school, I was bullied a lot because I was so, um, <laughs> I was definitely there. And when I kind of like, guess I guess glowed up in high school, I was, it was like so different because like people from middle school that were like bullying me, like I had this one guy I had a crush on for like two years <laughs> and he didn't like me and he was like, you're so ugly, like I'll never date you. And uh, well, let's just say he hit me up this year, <gasps> so. Pretty pretty privilege is real good. I feel like the whole glow up thing, like there's people that will come up to you and go, oh my God, you had a glow up. And after that, you're like, well, okay. And more people actually notice that you had a glow up and the the new treatment you get. It's it's so weird because you're used to being treated a certain negative way. And then all of a sudden people are changing because of the way you look and they're treating you a different way. Oh my God, you're so pretty. Oh my God, I love the way your hair looks. When my hair was bullied because I chopped it off. Come on now. <laughs> I think it's really, I like seeing stuff. And I will tell you, the way people act is so crazy. I've seen pretty people. And I guess just like, yeah, I think pretty privilege is a thing, obviously, because it's like, ooh, you look nice. I'll let you do whatever you want. <laughs> so like, I've seen like a lot of pretty people that like, I don't blame them for it, obviously, but they become more like, oh yeah, I can just do this. It doesn't matter. And then they'll be getting away with stuff. And then somebody who's like, oh, it's pretty, will like do the same thing. And then there's like these insane backlash for the same thing. Going into social media, have you guys noticed that when a person has I know, a certain type of looking and they do something that's controversial and they could get canceled for it. Oh, I'm just going to slide it off. But then a person that isn't as pretty is immediately going to get shut down. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's you just going to go back up in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're coming kind of close to the end of the episode. And I just wanted to say that, like, body standards are such a big thing. And it's kind of like that something that we're always going to have to deal with and I just um I just want to be like I just want to be like (laughs) I just wanted to say like the thing that I feel personally that has helped with me and I don't know it doesn't work for everybody it's just always that same one like fake it to make it like (laughs) if you feel confident in yourself and if you feel like you as a person are good enough for yourself and you radiate that energy other people will automatically pick up on it Automatically, like people will know. Confidence is attractive. Okay, so body standards. 
Yeah, body yeah. standards. Right. But body standards for women and men is two different things because for a guy, like, you could be, let's just put this in like a perspective. You're a little boy and you know, you see you watch your anime, you're watching Dragon Ball Z, right? <laughs> and you see Goku and like the way he's built, you want to be like that. So, like, <laughs> they will actually put like determination in themselves to like look and work that certain point. And like, some girls, they can see like, they like, they call themselves overweight, even though they're not like the perfect way they are. Some of them want to be like really skinny and like you can work your way there, but some really don't because it's either they're lazy or this and that, they make excuses. But like you can work your way there, but you just don't want to and just complain about it. But like there's a choice that you have, but you don't take it up. Yeah, no, um, like being overweight or just having a lot of uh, body fat, like two different things. Cause like it really depends on your genetics, honestly. Like if your family um, had like a little like a bit of diabetes, that could factor in about how much you weigh, or you could have a fast or slow metabolism, that could factor in how you can lose weight. Because not everyone can lose fake can lose weight quickly. Some can um, lose it very slow, and um, it's very different because everyone has different work styles. That's why. Oh, bringing back what Anise said, fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's an actual truth thing. I wouldn't call myself, no, I'm super spiritual, but I love people with that aesthetic. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like what you feel is what you're going to attract. So if you Law keep on saying to yourself, I'm ugly, I'm ugly, I'm ugly, you're, you're going to turn ugly. But if you fake your confidence and you tell yourself every single day, I'm pretty, I I'm love pretty or I could build up to this, or uh, okay, I did this, but... You know, your confidence is definitely going to go up and the universe, yeah, the universe is going to pay it back. <laughs> um, this definitely goes into the conspiracy episode. Um, you guys should go listen to that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, plug, plug your own. But in the conspiracy episode, we talked about manifestation. And the other, like a week ago, I was manifesting something for like three years. <laughs> Bro, when I tell you it worked, it happened. I had every guy that I wanted to text me text me on that same day. It was crazy. Oh, it was oh, crazy. Wow. Like, Law of attraction. Okay. No, that it works. Law of attraction, manifestation, confidence, like being who you are as a person, being confident in who you feel as yourself is such a big difference. I think, yeah, they continue making that was definitely my mentality freshman year. And I don't know. I didn't do much because I don't really see nothing wrong with my body. Like maybe sometimes I'll fix on my hair and shit because that will be a whole mess. But <laughs> but yeah, when I got into freshman year, um, but the entirety of middle school was just like because like middle school Middle school does suck. Middle school does suck. And we went to the same middle school and it was so bad. Little kids are so mean. Guys, no, it was guys. It was the kids from our own grade. I know, they're so mean. And the guys would like always be my business and they would make me feel bad. I didn't feel bad about myself until those guys said stuff. So I got into freshman year. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let that stuff happen to me again. So I would just be smiling. I'd be positive. I put on a little bit of things. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, the because I, I don't like, because like, I would just like do some stuff, and I'd be like, hey, I'm awesome, and the people would be like, awesome. Yeah. Okay, so for middle school, like, it puts you in like a place where like, you're in like a bubble. It was the same people. Like, you can't really spread out to other day. people. Mm-hmm. Like, for high school, it's like random people come together in one place, and like, you meet new people and everything. 
And the theme for that is like, if you have a crush, like you like that person because they're either there or you think they're this type of way or in that way. But like for high school, there's different people. Like you could like anybody in the world you want. You could be a hoe if you want. You, know, <laughs> <laughs> you really could if you want because like it's high school now. Like you have different and new things and like some people they take the day over to the top. If they want, that's not them, not my problem. <laughs> and the thing is that it connects to confidence because confidence really changes the way other people see you. Like, if you don't have that much confidence, people won't respect you. If you have confidence, like, mm, I want to use somebody. Uh, you, you have a lot of confidence because- Thank you, actually, I think it's one make it. <laughs> you have a lot of confidence and like, I respect you because you speak out on what's on your mind and everything else. And like. Compare that to somebody who doesn't speak a lot, even though I know them personally, like they don't get respect as much as I do because I speak of, I'm confident about it, but they're not. So like, and then it starts to feel like you gotta protect them because like people don't respect them in other ways. <laughs> Going into, yeah, into the middle school topic. I'm actually a freshman. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm not <laughs> And um, middle school, yeah, like you said, Seeing people all over it, it was the same people, the same comments, the same, oh, okay, I won't mess with them because they're going to bother me. But going into high school and seeing how the environment changes and how nice people could be, it's just, it's such a, it's such a blister. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> I love that in high school, you can meet so many people and experience so many different things and emotions and all that. And... I feel like it's not as much as in middle school where you're so enclosed and you see the same people every day. Like you meet new people every day in high school. Like, mm, yo, I didn't know any of you guys until you guys joined the club. That's not true. You know me. No. <laughs> but <laughs> I just want to say that, like, to end off the episode, because we're like way <laughs> over time. I think I want to say everyone here is very beautiful and I love you guys. You, and you guys are amazing. Thank you. Sure to you. I just want to say that. Any last words? Before All those things. Think about uh, middle school, right? Think about me. It's just that it's just that little thing. Um, hold on, I think I'm okay. <laughs> um, what you were saying about like meeting the same people. The thing is like middle school, you could go for like let's say seventh grade, you come to seventh grade. By next year, you're gonna know mostly everybody in that school. And like if you know a person from pre-K to eighth grade, like everybody moves in and out, like, but you still gonna know a lot of people in the same place. Like it becomes a whole entire neighborhood that like, mm. everybody knows you, you know them. It doesn't matter if you're new, old, this and that. Like everybody knows each other. But high school, it takes, for me, like freshman year, is like second month of school. I know like about half of the freshmen. I know freshmen, sophomores, like anybody in different schools and everything. But like, because I'm the type of person like, even if I don't like you, I will still talk to you because it's not good. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't feel right to be alone, you know. I've been there before. Like I'm I like being alone. Same time, like I don't like being with people that are fake. Like I don't really don't like that at all. It irritates me because I can't act fake around you and everything. Cause I eighth grade, I promise you, eighth grade it has so many fake people throughout the year, like so many fights and so many fake people. Like I couldn't take it, I couldn't wait just for freshman year. And freshman year, I realized it's the same thing as middle school. There's a lot of fake people. But like, there's some people that are real, though. And the schedule, it messed me up. But still, like, I got to get back to what I was doing. Um, I feel like you should just be who you are. And, like, if you don't like someone, you don't like someone. If you like somebody, I'm personally, like, people think that I'm really mean just because of the way I act. And I, it's just because I say things how I 
say them how it pops right out of my head. Like, I'll think of something and I'll say it. Like, <laughs> she has no filter. I have no filter. Like, if I don't hey. like you, you'll know I don't like you. And if I do like you, you know I love you. Like, it's just, um, I don't know. Fake it to make it, I guess. Fake it to make That's the end of that. <laughs> Any last words before we actually actually end the episode? Make no sure week. to eat. Oh my god. Yo, subscribe to the damn podcast, right. people. <laughs> and it's a very good podcast. By the end of this year, we're gonna have lots of fun. And uh subscribe. Yeah. We love you guys. Okay. Love you all. Have a great Bye. day. Bye. Or night, uh, stay tuned for the next episode next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.